I said, you know what, man? <laughs> oh, he shot out. I said, man, I got I to gotta go home and I got to uh, handle some things. But I got to go and holler at Asian guy, man. Hey. I love what he's doing for hey. me. Hey. No, because. I appreciate you. You, you. You're giving him quick exposure, but you're trying to help me. And it ain't, about, it ain't about what you know. It's about who you know. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people, but I don't deal with a lot of people because. Either they're going to be an asset or expendable. And when you got people that is an asset, they draining you. And it's causing you not to be focused. I'm going to tell you like I told my own brother, you can't help everybody. Because some people are meant to be in their predicament. And if you find yourself trying to help them, and it's, you find yourself being unfocused, that ain't the person to be helping. Woo! I love that. Let's check out this truck. Yeah, you know what? And we're going to go ahead and uh, take a picture, uh, you know, in front of it. Got you going on for the thumbnail. Oh, this and then is we'll... my truck named Leola. Uh, is that right? Yeah, her name Leola. All right. And then we'll yeah, be this, good. this is Leola, man. Leola, my baby, man. She takes care of my family. Look, look, the good thing I love about it, I've been doing it. I've been on my own now going on five years. But the good part about it, I was able to take my wife off a job this year. Congratulations, you know brother. I mean? My wife does all my dispatching. And in a couple months, my daughter going to be working with me. She buying her a truck. Hey, that's what you're building, man. Legacy. Family legacy, man. Let's go. Let's check this out. Let's check this out. Go ahead, man. I'm going to show it. I'm going to show it. You got to be in front of it, man. You better stop. You, you ain't going to dodge me. I'm the cameraman right here. There it is. Look. Look, everyone. Boom. High dimensions, man. Beautiful truck, brother. Beautiful truck, man. That, that's my pride and joy. Hey, you know, we need you in front of it for the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, give me a second. Hey, we don't need, hey, we don't need no haircut. Come on now. You know, let me put this in the middle. What's going on, mother truckers? Welcome to the Asian My Show. We're out here at the Mecca Chrome Shop at the 595 in Davie, Florida. I'm here with my guy. How you doing today, What's sir? What's going on? What's going on? Chilling? <laughs> you know Chilling. So my guy's, you know, he's doing his thing, you know. He got a couple trucks. He got to get some chrome and all that. So I said, dude, I need my man to sit down for an interview because we need to drop some gems because there's a lot of people out here right now that they want to make in trucking. They want to find a way maybe go from on the couch to CDL. They go from company to owner operator, and like you got a couple trucks yourself, they want to go to that next level and be an owner operator with a couple trucks. So, with all that said, I mean, could you please introduce yourself? You know, let people know who you are. What's going on, Trucker World? Uh, my name is Corey. Um, I'm the owner of Higher Dimension Transportation. Uh, I got a green peak. Some people see me, some people not, but. Um, I love trucking, you know what I mean? I'm very passionate about it. Um, I got a couple guys leased on to me. And we just, you know what I mean, eating. <laughs> I love it. Eating, that's all, you know, just staying consistent, staying motivated, you know what I mean? And and, and um, more importantly, uh, being my, my thing is being in control of my destiny. And I focus and scribe on being in control of my destiny because if you're not in control of your destiny, you're fulfilling someone else's future. So who are you really working for? Woo! We, we, we cut, cut the interview. Done.
we're walking away, you know, um, I can't say it enough because, you know, we're out here. Don't feel bad about it because we all start with working for somebody. Right. Okay, that's how it goes. Right. Because when you don't have the infrastructure, you might not have the money to get started. That's true. You always have to start out working somewhere. And you know what? That's fine because there's a lot of people out there, I would say. Yeah. You don't really know what you want to do yet. So yeah. before you start investing all this money, even if you have the money to buy trucks and this and that. Get knowledgeable. Get knowledgeable. That's that's the one, right? I mean, honestly, no one comes in it. You know, it, no one gets in Everyone that I see... I've, I've noticed this, you know, millennium as well as the old heads. They get in it, you know, because it's money. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But a lot of them stop. I just want to make me some money. So you just want to hold a stern wheel. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. That's just my, my persona on it. But if you got the passion like you say you do, you wouldn't want to just be a, a company driver. A lot of people, quote unquote, get discouraged. My, my, from what I've seen over the years, a lot of people get discouraged because of the administrative part. I put seventy five hundred dollars on my truck, seventy five hundred dollars down. My, 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 I got it from Lone Mountain too. Some hey, people hate on Lone Mountain. What are your man, thoughts? Lone Mountain, the best way to go. I kid you not. Not a sponsored video. Just putting it out there right now. Just, just being <laughs> transparent because. Okay. People look at it like it's too much money for a vehicle, mm. but they're offering you security okay. with the vehicle. You got a warranty. Okay. Six months. Uh, I got a, when I got my vehicle, it was brand new. I had a five-year warranty. The reason why I went that route is because I didn't want to be on the side of the road. If anything, mm. whatever went wrong with the truck, at the time, I don't have the capital to fix it mm. because I'm just starting out. I know the business. I know what to do. However... One of the main security is maintenance. Mm. So I took the deal with Long Mountain because it gave me security. Let me ask you this now. Um, how many years have you been trucking? On and off, 18. So 18 years. Now, how about for all the people that uh, talk some shit about Long Mountain? You know, say, man, I bought a truck from there, shit broke down, or bought a truck from there, and they messed me up. And, you know, I there's always good with bad. That's true. Any thoughts on... Uh, um, why that might be, why certain people might feel, you know, negative towards Lone Mountain? Well, you know, not trying to make this a Lone Mountain video, but... No. Everybody's motivation and drive is different. Got you. And I look at it like this, my own personal opinion. If I'm going to invest some money, I'm going, I'm going to invest in me. I'm going to gamble on me. For me, when I went to Lone Mountain, I was doing like, quote, unquote, everybody else. I'm going to get a used truck because that's the mindset we have, get a used truck. And I was going to put the five thousand dollars down. The the, the 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 salesperson at Lone Mountain, you know, she was like, "Well, ain't nothing wrong with putting five thousand dollars, getting a used vehicle, get six month, you know, coverage and all that." Any other establishment you would have went, I may go to, they weren't providing me with a six month warranty on a used vehicle. Mm. They were just selling me the vehicle. Mm. They wasn't giving me a maintenance report on the vehicle that I was going to purchase. That was important to me because knowledge. Mm. So she was like, if you put down $7,500, you can get a new vehicle. Oh, yeah? With a five-year warranty. Oh, yeah? So this is a new vehicle. Th yeah, the vehicle you was looking at, I, I got it brand new. So it's brand So, yeah, brand new. That was 17 when I bought it. So you know what? To put that back, there's a lot of people that uh, buy a truck from Lone Mountain, but they get an old beater. 
and then they wonder why it breaks down. So you got some from Lone Mountain, but you got something brand new. Yeah, because from what I've heard over the years, you know, a lot of guys do this lease on operator thing. The lease on, uh, they do the lease to own operator situation, and they're already paying four or five hundred dollars a week for that vehicle. Oh, so this is not a lease situation. No. So you don't have so a lot of times. See, this is good that we're talking about this because a lot of people think Lone Mountain that's a leasing situation. It's not. They have different options there. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 the options are what you apply for. Got you. Okay, so for people that are thinking about this, again, this is not a long, long mountain video, but, you know, that could clear some stuff up for some people. Man, personally, me, um, I put down $7,500. My payment is twenty six fifty a month. That's not bad. And my insurance run me roughly around 1500 about okay. thirteen to 1500 a month. You know what I mean? But one may look at it like, oh, that's a lot of money. It is, but... You don't see it because you driving for that company. Mm. But when you're doing it for yourself and driving for yourself, if you go get a truck and you lease it on and drive for someone, you'll see a bigger portion of your money. So if you can if you can see a bigger portion, if you're making 4000 put it this way, if you generating, most of the guys that drive trucks don't even know what their monthly, what they want, their monthly goal is. Gotcha. All they think about is just driving. Right. Every week, each truck, I want to do seven grand. Mm. Even if they can do seven grand with the stuff I do, I, I could seven grand easily. And my thing is this: um, I rather be, I rather choose my losses. I feel you. I like that. You know what I mean? Because if I can be in control of my losses, I know I'm a game. I heard that. I heard that. Hey, I like that. I like that. So, you know, we talked off camera, and you know, later on, uh, you might be able to text me some invoices. Show yeah. because here's the thing. You know, yeah. just say over 3000 3500 for that monthly for the insurance, for the truck payment, all that, right? But if you could get all that done in a week, you still got three weeks left to make Dude, some money. Just last week I did. I kid you not, I did two loads last week. Mm -hmm. One paid me $4,100. Mm -hmm. One picked two drops. Mm -hmm. The second one paid me $800 because I was in um, Orlando. So that paid for the truck and insurance right there? I didn't want to drive home empty. Right, got you. Tomorrow I'll pick up another load going to Georgia, paying me two grand. One of my regular clients. Got you. And I'll get me a backhaul out of Georgia, bringing me back fifteen to 2000 I'll chill for two, three days. Mm. Then Monday next week I'll start my new, this other contract I got going on. But consistency with me is the game, and building a good rapport. Mm. Not just with, with, with brokers or shippers, more so carriers. You know what I mean? I um, I know a lot of I know a lot of carriers, mm. I know a lot of owner operators, and um, the thing with me is uh, if I can teach you how to fish, I ain't gotta keep, I don't have to keep feeding you fish. I got you, I got you, man. So you really got love for this game. So you know, yeah. if it's cool, people might have some questions. Man, you have an email. Or something like that? Could they shout out to you? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I ain't got no problem with that. It's just that um, if you ain't passionate about it, like if you don't have the passion, don't waste my time. Ooh, ooh. So you you better really be about it. Do some research yourself already. You know. I don't mind sharing the knowledge. I don't care, and I don't mind sharing it because it ain't my knowledge. This is a billion dollar industry. You know what I mean? Don't make a difference how much work you do a day. You cannot make all the money. 
I don't care if you got a hundred guys working with you, you still not gonna make all the money. It, 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 it's just too much work for one man. Mm, mm. So and you know, I I don't if. But I'm basically trying to say it's too much work for one man. If one person can get most of the work and you got the right passionate people team around you, everyone can be successful. But I just, me personally, if they ain't got the same passion, the same drive, I don't really like to waste my time because it'll it take away from someone that really is ready to cross it. that threshold. I know. I love that. I love that. You know, and so, you know, thinking about this, just say we're talking to the people that are brand new drivers here. Mm-hmm. And, or they're on the couch right now. They're thinking about starting a career, right? Okay. Uh, if we're thinking about those people, 18 years in the game, I mean, what would be your best advice that you would give, per se, your own son or daughter that's trying to get in the game? Be stable. If they do got license or she uh, got their license, find you a place to work. And stay there until you get frustrated because you haven't uh, expanded. And what mm. I mean is... A lot of people go on these jobs, and I got nothing against that because you got to start somewhere. But stay there long enough until you're comfortable. Mm. I'm I'm an operator, so I deal with the insurance company. I deal with administrative work. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't look at my attire now. I'm in my truck. So, but dealing with insurance companies and and various people in in, in the corporate America, uh, when you're doing all this jumping around, you know, looking for a better paying job. That shows inconsistency and it shows you're unstable. So it makes the insurance company don't really want to take a chance on you because you're unstable. Mm. And my insurance advisor, who I got my insurance through, he he shared it with me like, Corey, a lot of guys, a lot of drivers that has multiple jobs within a two-year frame shows their inconsistency and shows they're unstable. So a lot of companies, a lot of insurance companies don't want to buying or take that chance with them because they haven't sat nowhere long enough to show credibility. I love it. So my best advice to new drivers, don't look at the job, uh, your new job, because it's a new career for you. So wherever you are are fortunate to get on at, don't look at it as like they're not paying you. The knowledge that you are obtaining is, 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 is priceless. I'll say it that way. It's priceless. Learn what you can learn to better yourself. So when you do um, transition to a better job, you'll be adequately prepared. Because a lot of you guys are going from one job to another job, and you still ain't qualified. No disrespect to y'all, because I know I've been there. It's just that sit somewhere until you know how to back that truck up. Sit somewhere until you know that you are comfortable handling the equipment. Then transition. Because you'll give that new company a little bit more uh, uh, comfortability about dealing with you. Because if you stay somewhere eight months and then you transition, they'll see, okay, he's stable. And that's one of the biggest problems I've seen with a lot of the millennium truckers. You know what I mean? They, oh, they ain't treat me right. I'm gone. If you ain't got no patience for this, you ain't going to succeed because... Instant gratification don't come in trucking. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, you can't expect to be mm. rewarded every time you do something. This ain't a drive-through. You got to put your time in. And the thing that really irritates me is everyone thinks this is a hopscotch industry. 
You got to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine to get the ten to finish the game. Well, this generation nowadays, and a lot of these new people that don't have knowledge of the industry, they want to get in because they know it's lucrative. They want to jump from first to third. They want to skip the process. Corporate America was designed for us to fail. We know that. And I ain't saying us as African-American. I ain't saying us as an Asian. I'm just saying us as in minorities because minorities weren't designed. I'm just being quite transparent. Minorities weren't designed to be successful in this business. It was a European business, straight up. That's just what it is. It's the facts. However, I'm not being racist or biased. It's just that we weren't considered worthy candidates of being owners. We was always considered to be workers. Mm. That's the truth. Once we became knowledgeable of the industry, people started branching out. Mm. And the truth of the matter is, the more knowledge you have, the more deadly you are. Ooh, well, man, we could leave that. That I know, I love it. Uh, it's just, I deal with brokers now. They don't know I have a broker company. Mm. And when they trying to fight with me on a load, I tell them straight up, well, what do you want? I want 90% of what the shipper paid. Oh, well, I can't give you 90%. Well, you can only get 30%. So what's your percentage you got? What's the? When I ask them, what's the true? Okay, well, um, what is it going to take us to, as they say, what is it going to take to move this load? Well, I want 90% of whatever the shipper made, shipper paid you. Mm. If you can't show me what the shipper paid, then how do I know you're only getting your 30%? They hang up on me. They hang up on me because I know their job. You got a lot of brokers that are old school. Once they hear you know the job, they, they, they tell you, oh, this is what the shipper paid. I'm going to get this off of it. Then I deal with it. Within the last five years, four years, five years, I've got reliable shippers, reliable brokers I deal with on a regular basis. And, oh, this is what it's paid. I get it straight from the shipper. This is what it paid. Okay, I'll do it. There it is. Transparency. Transparency. And... Dude, I, I did direct. I, we might have to have you on the segment again to show us how to get direct customers and all this, you know? Well, getting direct customers is, is simple. How simple is it? What makes it simple? Because it seems very hard for a lot of people, and that's why they use load boards. Because you and I both know that the load boards weren't uh, intended for what they are now. <laughs> that's see a lot of people don't know that because they don't know they don't know the administrative side. The load board is there because the shippers uh, don't tend to be dealing with truckers. We know that, but the load board is for the um, easy way out. That's right. That, the load board is the easy way out. I, I got no problem with it. I love it. I use them faithfully. I use internet truck stop and I use that. I use two gotcha. both load board. However. Um, you asked the question about how to secure shippers. The same load board we go on, those shippers put those loads on those load boards. Right. So they, once you finish the job, go up to them and say, yo, I just did this for you. I got here on time. What other lanes you got? Right? Well, the truth of the matter is by, by leads. Mm. That's something that a lot of guys don't know about. Tell, tell me what you mean by leads. Well, once you become a broker, you can they, they they do what they call cold calls. They call different shippers trying to get right, right, right. Okay. Instead of doing cold call or telemarketing, every year they renewing contracts with various brokers. Once you find out when that time frame is, they do what they do with us carriers. 
they have us to bid against each other to find the cheapest carrier. Correct. Okay. When you buy leads, the leads are guaranteed. They got agencies that sell shipper leads. I'm not going to get in detail to it because that's another segment. But you buy leads. And the leads that you buy, $5, $10. Guaranteed leads. They no guarantee. They charge you like $20. Right. But that's per lead. You might buy a list of 50. Start calling. And you, when you're calling them, they need people. But you... The thing is, if you're not knowledgeable and don't have the verbiage, this broker world and this, this shipper world, just in communication, if you don't have the right dialect, they'll know you're not qualified. They won't entertain the conversation. They'll tell you they're not interested. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? But so that's segment two. See, but when you know the verbiage, you know how to articulate, you know how to communicate, and you know how to respond to certain things, they'll work with you because they know you know the business, but... They'll work with you in small increments until you grow. Once they see that you can meet their demand, oh, they will give you the work. There it is. There I, it is. I, I'm, I'm a witness. I mean, I don't have... I have exposure to a lot of trucks. I have a lot of trucking associates. But I don't have the... I have my Don and Brad Street number, just so y'all don't know that. I... I I do have done a brass street to get the line of credit I need from the shippers. Once they seen I had it, they was willing to give me what I wanted gotcha. to move the work. I already know what you're talking about. I already know what you're talking about. Actually, my, my friend owns a company that grabs the leaves from the shippers and then sells the leaves to y'all. But see, I don't, you, you, I, that, I don't put everything out here because they hear it from me. That, that don't mean none. Uh, I'm the interview guy. Right. So they, they like to hear it. From someone that's doing it. Someone that's doing Because I'm not doing it. I'm the interview. That's different. Uh, one thing, Mother Truckers, I'll tell you guys is half the time when you're asking someone for uh, some type of recommendation or their opinion, there's a great chance they're not even doing what you're asking. So mm -hmm. that's why we get bad advice. But Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, for today, uh, anything you want to leave them with, and then we'd like to take a look at your truck and then oh, take a picture in front of it for the thumbnail and we'll be done. Well, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> Burger King, McDonald's didn't change their menu because Burger King came on the scene. So the moral of that message to me is that just because, put it this way, you may have a vision and you want to exercise it. Don't let someone else cancel your vision because of their experience. Their experiences don't dictate the outcome of your, your future. You know what I mean? So if God done showed you something or you got a vision you're working on and you got the capital you need, invest in you. Gamble on you. Don't gamble on what they said because they are not you. They told me not to get a new truck. I told them, why not? Oh, man, that truck, this, that truck, this. Okay, no problem. I was cool with it. But I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I was determined to do. I still got my new truck. This year, I got, it was 155000 I ain't no lie to you, from Lone Mountain, brand new. I got uh, 26000 left on that truck. I'll be finished paying with that truck this year. Um, I said that because we, be, we have the tendency of holding people's words so valuable mm. that it'll cancel our dreams. 
And you can't let, you can't hold somebody's word valuable that don't have the same passion as you. That's right. So that's all I'm going to say. Follow your dream. I love it. I love it. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Mm -hmm.